How are you feeling this morning? Uh, I'm constantly tired. Constantly tired. Well, you made it. You're 30. I... Happy birthday, you old man. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I am 30. I'm officially... I've crossed... I've crossed the Rubicon. I have made it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I am 30 years old. I spent my birthday watching our college football team play on the online stream because they don't, they're not big enough to play on the actual cable network. So of course not. Of course not. Who are they playing? <clears throat> they played at San St. Francis university in Pennsylvania. Okay. I don't All know. Right. I didn't even look it up. I didn't. I was like, I'm, I would be sad if I looked this up and found out they're like a D two school that, that are nobody's. <laughs> so I'm just going to enjoy that. They won. Yes, there you go. There you go. So you're 30, uh, you're flirty, you're thriving, um, and your back's aching, and you said you got a hangover after two PBRs. I did. I, I was uh, as 30 as I possibly could be because I we had a fantasy football draft on Wednesday night, and I turned 30 on Thursday. And as I was in, we were, just went to the bar, me and uh, our other buddy, DeRosia, and then uh um, one of the other guys from the league, we all went to, uh, to the bar and I drank my first beer, first PBR went down. Great. Yeah. They were on, they were on two fifty special went down. Great. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a second one. We're only halfway through this draft. I, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. That was a mistake. I woke up on, on Thursday with a hangover. <laughs> felt, did it. felt great drinking it. I'll be honest. Felt great. I, I'm, I'm sure it did. That's well. I mean, you always go with a high life, so you always go with a dad beer to begin with. I do. I am. I am almost constantly drinking a dad beer. So, um, yeah, oh, it was good. That, it's great. Now it's all downhill from here. It was downhill really have before this. Joe. Forward to look. You have nothing to look forward to, other than death. I think I can officially. And this has been coming for a couple of years, but I think I can officially put my hopes and dreams in my kids. Right before you had your own per hopes and dreams, you had yeah. your own personal goals that you were like, I'm going to achieve this, right? Like I'm going to be a Senator one day. I'm going to, I'm going to do all this stuff. Yeah. I turned third. Nope. It's kids turns now. Just maybe nope. one day they'll do it. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, we can live vicariously through them. Exactly. That's the reason we had them in the first place. Right. Yeah, hopefully they just get rich and famous and we don't have to worry about it. Uh, we had Ben's, we'll talk about this, we had Ben's first soccer practice on Wednesday. Don't think okay. rich and famous is coming that way. Don't think <laughs> that that's in the cards. So we'll yeah. try another way. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. One day he'll help us out. <laughs> Dads. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shinmansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joe, we're doing a workday recording. We've I done know, this a few times. Loud. We're doing a workday recording uh, on a lunch break. I, I will, I'll give it to us. It's a, we're, we're doing it at lunchtime, so it's a lunch break. Yeah, we could, we'll call uh, it lunch break, yeah. <clears throat> it is... It is always stressful doing this because, like, 
the email dings and the Skype dings. They're always just waiting there. I guess mine's mine's Teams, not Skype, but they're all just yeah. waiting there. The anxiety is waiting there over your shoulder. Yeah. Uh, does nobody use Skype anymore? I don't think so. I don't think so. I saw a funny video one time that's like, we literally did everything. We made our name a verb. And then what? Zoom just swings in? Zoom just right. just comes right in and makes it happen? Yeah, I mean, look at that. They did it, and then they disappeared too. Everything's through Teams now. Microsoft is the monster that nobody can run from. It really is. Um, as I can say, so the, uh, this past weekend... We were, we were up north. I know it, it, it. We thought about like, normally we'd go one by one on how our weekends was, but we spent all weekend together. We joined we hands and did what it all weekend, the, all the same. Um, it was so. We were at friend of the pod, Kevin. We were at his bachelor party for the weekend. Um, let's talk about the the biggest event for you and I personally, and for the bachelor party. Uh. We did hot ones this weekend. We did hot ones, and boy, howdy, uh, what an experience! I am telling you, I. Well, let's before we get to the sauces, because I have a lot of thoughts on the sauces and things like that. Let's start by by telling the people, uh, how good of a job we did cooking those wings. You did a very good job. I was a very good assistant. It stirred the pot. You fished them out of the fryer and made sure that they were cooked. Yeah, yeah you battered them. You were the, I, I would say we split it into two roles. I did the battering and you did the oil maintenance. You were the fryer, the fry chef. Yeah, I was the fry chef. I was the prep chef. You were the fry chef. That's it. You know what? They should have just recorded us. We'll be on the next season of the bear. That's you're exactly right. We could have made it. Yeah. Um, could have made it. Uh, yeah, they were. Those were good wings. They were. It occurs to me now how much a easier and b, uh, more efficient it is to use the turkey fryer than like to fry them at home, because we were so yeah. worried about like temperature drops and making sure the temperature stayed normal and making sure that we were that that baby sit sat at three fifty and did not move for the entire like yeah. two hours that we fried all those wings. Yeah, it was great, and we fried. It took way longer to fry them than I thought it was going to. Yeah, I it, I do this every time. I do this every. Katie gets so mad at me. She's like, "You're gonna take all day frying." I'm like, "It's not gonna take me that long. It's like five to six minutes per batch. It's not that big." And then you forget how many wings you have to fry and how long five to six minutes per batch is. Yeah. Uh, and I do, I always it takes me hours every time, and I should have just remembered that. Uh, Every time. How many wings did we end up doing? We did 70? 70, then... 70 or 80 wings. No, 80 wings, right? So we did 80, and then we did like a hand, a big handful of cauliflower. Yeah, which was great. I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to redo the cauliflower somewhere. I'm going to have to redo it. It was so good. It, it turned out so much better than I could have possibly ever imagined. And I honestly think I can do it a little bit better if I let like we didn't sit the cauliflower out to dry at all you know like we didn't crisp it or dry it and i think i can get it to be a little bit drier and just make it that much better yeah yeah um boy those were good and they stayed crispy in the oven 
like everything stayed mm. nice and crunchy and they were good the next day that was the wings themselves much better than the sauces i'm not, i'm gonna come out and say it <laughs> there were some really good sauces we'll get into it now there were some really yeah. good sauces so there was some great sauces i don't know who hasn't watched hot ones but if you haven't the idea is you have 10 hot sauces that what they double in scoville level each step up right uh, they don't necessarily double but it, it it raises every time you eat a hot sauce a pretty significant amount too i would say yeah and so when you watch the show the first few are always super easy and everyone's like oh i like that i like that and i'm I would say that that was our experience and um yeah up to for me it was 5 was when I was like oh that that's hot yeah so I got to 5 5 was the ghost pepper one okay um and uh everything else up to there great and honestly a couple after once I was in like oh this is hot my mouth is hot yeah the la- the next couple even tasted pretty good they were they, they were did, pretty yeah. decent what didn't taste good was number eight. The bomb. That was the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth, and I've put a lot of bad things in my mouth, Joe. <laughs> it was. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like it didn't taste like gas, but it gave the same effect, like that fuming of gas, right? Like when they were yes. saucing the wings, we had to open up windows because the fumes of the bomb were so strong that, like, her eyes and nostrils burned being it, in the kitchen. It is so weird to say that we ate a hot sauce that reminds me of gasoline, but that's the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was tough. That was tough. Everything up to there was, was good. And, you know, the last, I would say six and seven were hot. Um, then the bomb sucked. Yeah. Then the one after that, taco vibes only, had no right to be that hot. It was a nice looking label. It was that probably one angers tasty. me almost more th- than the bomb because the bomb you look at and you're like, okay, it has an atomic bomb on the label. This is going to be hot. Yeah. I'm going whatever goes into my mouth is going to catch on fire. Taco vibes only gave off like your regular standard run of the mill on the table of a of a Mexican restaurant hot sauce. Like it was like yeah, yeah this could just be on a table somewhere, and it was. Th- I mean, again, it's hotter than the bomb, so like, it's going right. to be hot. But like, the minute it touches your tongue, you're like, why, 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 why? Yeah, it was so hot. It was so hot, and then we finally had the last dab. I think it was like last dab triple mm-hmm. X or something, which is just the hottest sauce. Uh, I don't even remember what it tastes like. Everything just burnt after the bomb. That to me was what surprised me the most because so that was at night then we all finally calmed down and our mouth stopped dying some people had hiccups other people like oh one one big mistake we'll talk about before we go to the next morning one big mistake is that we did not buy half and half or milk or anything that would we had nothing we had water and beer and those were the only two things (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I think my favorite thing all of us talked about is we drank so much water that all of us just like peed for like the next three hours straight because we had just chugged yeah. so much water trying to get our mouths to be better. Um, yeah, it was tough. 
um, it was just, I feel like the whole Hot Ones situation that we did took like an hour, hour and a half to get through them all. I don't remember if it did. Time is fake and made up. I can honestly say, because obviously we were having beers, I was completely sober going into the experience. I, yeah. like, between cooking and all that, I hadn't really drank anything. I felt by the end of it, like I had lost the night of drinking. It was, from drinking. It was gone. Yeah, it was. And, like, by the end of it, like, we were all running around the house kind of, like, yelling uh being very dramatic about our mouths it was awful i stand and by my response i stand by it oh it was bad it was bad i just found a banana and ate it yeah didn't help i found one and i ate it it was anything that you could find like people were like oh you got to eat the the sour patch kids you got to eat the m&ms they're all gonna help yeah it was anything to distract your mouth from the fact that it was literally on fire Yeah. Those so hot. those last the bomb taco vibes only in the last dabs are so hot that I truly like you said they blended all together. I don't remember the taste of them if that makes sense. Yeah, I remember I the sensation either. of how hot my mouth was. I don't remember what they tasted like. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Uh, out of all the sauces we had, did you have a favorite? Yes, um, and I went back to it the next day. Uh, so the, the standard original is like chili maple. Fantastic. I think that's very good. Top three. Um, and then my favorite one was the Verde. I think the Verde was just Los Calientes. Los Calientes was, was great. Um, It's so good. And that's one of hot ones sauces, like the ones that they make. Okay. Um, so good. It was so good on eggs. Special shout-out, it's hard because there wasn't another good place to use it. Like, if you're not putting it on wings, it's really hard to imagine it anywhere else. The dill the dill one. The, like... Yeah. It almost tastes like spicy ranch. It's kind of what it tasted it like. It did, yeah. It was a little too dilly for me. I'm I not a that. big dill guy, but it wasn't bad. Like, I, that's a great... Yeah, spicy ranch. It was very good. Um, But, yeah, Los Calientes was good. The mango habanero one... So, I think it was mango habanero. I think it was something else. But. That brings me to the next morning. So, of course, we go to bed that night. Everyone, like, is traumatized. Wake up the next morning. We make mountains of scrambled eggs just for everyone to dig into. And I, by we, I mean the Dave. The Dave made a mountain of scrambled Dave. eggs for everyone to dig into. And we all kind of have the collective thought of, like, okay, I want to eat these hot sauces outside of the experience of hot ones, right? Without the yeah. experience of like, okay, this is building up to something terrible. This is all getting hotter. I just want to eat the sauce by themselves. And so we all kind of picked a few of them to eat and, and like re-experience, retaste. Yeah. I went back to the mango habanero, habanero one. Yes, you did. Because I had it for you breakfast. Had it, yes, you had it for yeah. breakfast. The world yeah. knows I do not eat spicy things. I was very surprised. So the way we measured how much we actually could a stand and b enjoy the sauce is if you ate the whole wing you could like stand the hot sauce right yeah i the mushroom one was much hotter than it had any right to be yes that was the first wing that i thought i wasn't going to finish which was i think 6 yeah 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 it had to be 6 so 
It was like way hotter than it had any right to be. I ate one bite of the wing and I was like, okay, now we're into it. Now this is like the hot stuff. Yeah. Mango habanero was seven. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I ate the whole wing on the mango habanero one. And I was like, huh. Okay. And then I actually, I went back and ate the rest of my mushroom sauce one. Because I was like, yeah. well, if I had the mango habanero, I can go finish the mushroom one. And I was, I was totally fine. I tried it the next morning. I went back to the mango habanero because I was like, I yeah. thought that that was really good last night. Immediately got hiccups and caught my mouth on fire. Immediately. <laughs> I was like, nope, this is too hot. This is, this is too hot for regular consumption. Uh, it, it's, it's very tasty. I liked it a lot. Um, it was fun. I would do it again. I 100% would do it again. Would never do the bomb and up again. Unless somebody huh. was like, we're doing it for an occasion. Like, if it's another bachelor party or somebody's like, for my birthday, I want everybody to do hot ones, then I would do it again. I would not go out of my way to ever put the bomb and up in my mouth. <laughs> I do think I'm going to buy the box of sauce, though. Yeah. The whole 10. Uh, I was thinking about it because we talked. So afterwards, we talked about it, and I was like, okay. I like the ones that they make, right? So, like, what is that? One four which is los calientes and the last dab the so last 10. Dab. so one four and ten are what they had and i was like that would be nice for people to experience like the differing levels yeah. of heat but i truly enjoyed a lot of those sauces yeah they're great and like the website that they sell them all on heatness shout out to them they have a great website with all sorts of sauces and um you can buy them all individually or buy this pack of Whatever the season of hot ones is, they sell that pack of ten. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm gonna buy it. It's a little expensive. I think it's 120 bucks, right, for ten sauces. Yeah. Which, when you break it down, it's like ten ten dollars per bottle, and out including right. like maybe twenty dollars for the last dab because of how hot and spicy it is. Yeah. Um. It's absolutely worth it. I would say if you like yeah. hot sauces, uh especially like for you we're talking about you enjoyed up to seven right so like you would yeah. eat one through seven on a regular basis it's absolutely worth it for you yeah. and then you have the novelty of eight nine ten yeah and these are like gourmet hot sauces right there's not like your red hot that you would typically no. buy on the yeah. shelf. like these are purchased at like a hot sauce shop or online um there's some there's some good hot sauces out there. I think everybody should open the world to hot sauces. I am impressed. And it's funny you say they're gourmet sauces. This is probably the first time I've had hot hot sauce that isn't just like Tabasco or Frank's Red Hot or whatever your run-of-the-mill spicy, hey, we ground up a ghost pepper and you pulverize it to make this sauce out of it, right? Right. Um I, I haven't really had a lot of gourmet sauces. So this was my first experience at it. I liked a lot of them. A lot more than I thought I would. Good. If Excellent. you had asked me dead serious going into it when I thought I'd get hot, I would have like said three. I also would have said three for you. Yeah. I would have been like, you know what? I think you could take the first couple, but after that. And I made it. I mean, I made it to six is really when I started struggling. Five, yeah. I just didn't like the taste, but six is when I started struggling. So. Yeah. Good. It was it was fun. Everybody should do it. Everyone should do it. Chicken wings right now. And we are running up in the lunchtime. I'm gonna have to find something to. <laughs> mm. Mm. 
Ooh, man, John. Speaking of, football starts next week, so I'm going to have to just get right back into making wing right again. That's right. That's right. I do think this experience has convinced me to look into getting a turkey fryer. It was pretty handy. The one biggest problem that we had, we, you and I had to leave uh, just like one night early. Everyone left Monday morning. We left Sunday yeah. night. But you and I had to clean up the oil afterwards. That sucked. That sucked, and there's not like a good way to do it, and not a good way to dispose of it, right? Like, because you can just throw it away, but it's not like the greatest thing to do. Because you can reuse oil and you can recycle oil. Right. And we didn't really have. It's just like a lot of work. And when you think about yeah. it, like in terms of like, okay, that was one dinner, and now I have all of this oil I have to get rid of. That turns me away a little bit. Yeah, the next, if we did it again, I would get a siphon. Or, like, you know when they do uh, brewers, they have, like, that beer wand yeah. siphon? Yeah, yep. That's a good I'll one. I would use that to, to siphon out the oil. We'll have to do it again. We'll have to cook a bunch of wings for uh for something this year. All right, next weekend. All right, deal. Oh, I can, I two can, weekends I'm... from now. Three weekends from now, Will turns one. Ooh, that's right. We're doing... Not to spoil anything, but we're doing Coney Dogs for Will's birthday. So we love Coney, but could you imagine Coney Dogs with hot sauce on them? Mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> well, Joe, why don't you tell these people about Forefathers before we get into the rest of the episode? All right, Forefathers—they make great shirts, great hats, great socks, especially we... great socks. Really great socks. Yeah. I wore the socks yeah. for the bachelor party. Because they're so gosh dang comfy on my toes. Um, and you also could go check out shopforefathers.com and get yourself some shirts or hats or socks. Uh, they make some really sweet golf polos. It's kind of their thing. Um, and they are very comfy. Um, they're very stylish. The designs on them are very cool. Uh, Jared and I each have a couple shirts and some socks. And boy, howdy, do I just love them. They are so great. And I wear them into the office, my polos. And everybody says, hey, look, look, you're going to go golf. And I say, you know what? I don't golf, but I'm going to wear this here. Absolutely. Uh, uh, have, have you worn yours to golf yet? I haven't. I, honestly, I don't golf as much as I want to. Yeah. So I've only golfed one time since we've had the polos. Um, and But I haven't worn them yet. But they are the, the one that I got has like the golf four saying all over it. Yeah. And it's really great. It's so comfortable. Uh, it looks great. feels great. Uh, the, it's really hard to describe, but the material it's made out of makes you feel like you cannot sweat in it. Like that's, it, yes. that's, it, it makes you feel so comfortable like that. You just won't sweat. In it. It's awesome. Um, you can go see pictures of them. We have, uh, pictures of Joe and I in our polos up on Instagram. Um, so you can check us out on Instagram at big dead energy podcast, uh, to go see the pictures of our forefather stuff. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to go to shopforefathers.com. That's shop, F-O-R-E, fathers.com. And at checkout, use the code BDE25 for 25% off your whole purchase. So go out, check out Shop Forefathers, uh, and get yourself some sweet polos and socks. All right. Well, Jared, uh, it's happening. We're finally moving into the, the the cold season. Thank God. It's always, obviously, my birthday being August 31st, the next day is September. And yeah. it's just, 
that turning point. Birthday's over. Yeah. September starts. Football's on TV. The game is on, Joe. The game is on. Spooky season is in high. Uh, I don't even. I was gonna say demand, but it's just here. Full swing. It's it's all full swing. Full swing. Spooky season. I won't even argue that it's too early anymore. I think beginning of September you can start to feel spooky season, because you got September. Wrong, but September and October, right, is spooky season. November, pre Christmas, but mainly Thanksgiving. Right, pre Christmas, but Thanksgiving, December, all Christmas, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Up until December twenty fourth is kind of when spooky season ends, and you, can't, you got two days, and then spooky season begins December twenty sixth. You can't claim spooky season is still on after Halloween. Halloween <laughs> ends spooky season. You can, cl- if you want. I don't agree with you, but you can claim it starts the day after christmas if that's really what you want but you cannot say that spooky season for you continues after halloween well we'll see about that you got your halloween decorations uh, up yet we've got some i think this weekend we're pulling out the rest of the totes and it's all going up just going in on it jack skellington's going up uh yeah so i think we might do some more shopping this weekend when are you guys going to do pumpkins so we don't really carve pumpkins anymore. Oh. Uh, we might do a couple uh, come like mid-October, but I have, I think, like 14 pre-carved pumpkins that I have, 14 or 15, that I set out um, on my porch for Halloween. Um, if we do it, it'll only be maybe one or two, and it will be probably mid-October. So that way they're not completely rotten come That's the Halloween. hardest balance, right? Is you... The excitement around this is like now. You're like excited you want to get yeah. into it. Uh and we're gonna talk about what comes next, but like busy spooky seasons here, but busy seasons here. Busy seasons here. Busy seasons here. So like it's busy season. So you gotta like balance of like I wanna go do it, I wanna knock it out, have fun, because by the time middle of October is here, it's already like you're in this you got everything going on, you got too much stuff around, you got too much to do. And then you're like, oh, now I have to go get and carve pumpkins. Like this is this is a right. lot. So, uh, yeah, it is a, uh, it is exciting, but it's it's busy season. It's busy season. Uh, September, I have every something going on every weekend. Uh, and I think it was the same for August. Um, but looking back at it, the summer's over real quick. Do you have a couple of things that you did this summer that was your favorite? Hmm. Good question. This summer was hard because I switched jobs. And I think that was, it always limits what we can do and and what you can, uh, where you can go. But um, there were, so Katie had, I was in Traverse City like three out of the last four weekends or something like that. So I was, I was up (laughs) in Traverse City a whole bunch. Um, And the day that Katie had her bachelorette party, and the boys and I got to hang out and go for a walk and go to the museum and all that kind of stuff. That a highlight of my of my summer because it was just like the stuff we got to do. It wasn't perfect, obviously, taking care of the kids and having, um, yeah, you know that kind of things. But like us getting to do all that stuff, go for a walk around the lake up there, and just kind of like spend the day together. That's that's a highlight. And then the weekend after, we got to go back up and do like a full cottage thing. We got to walk around 
some of our favorite spots. And I think my favorite thing we did all summer is we actually, it was like a perfect day when we were up there. We got to go to Lake Michigan and actually go swim at the beach at Lake Michigan um, because they had restored the beach we always go to. So like the last few years we had gone and it was nothing but like four feet worth of like sand and then the lake. Right. So it's not really a beach. It was like, you got a little bit of a walking path next to the water. Um, but it was just the lake shore and they restored the beach. So now it's like a huge beach. There were people out there with like big umbrellas and chairs and stuff like that. So we went, didn't even bring our swimming suit or swimsuits because we were like not expecting it to be a beach. And then we got there and we were like, you know what, let's just go in. And like Ben got his clothes all sandy and just sat and played, right. made sand castles. And then uh, Will is a bath baby. This kid loves water, like cannot get yeah. enough of it. So I just set set him on my knee in the water, and he just splashed around for like an hour. Um, and nice. so like it was that. That's probably the highlight of my summer was that day. So, um, yeah, that was uh that was it for me. What about you? What are some of your favorite moments from the summer? Um, I think the biggest thing was going to camp again, getting back to special days and being able to take the kids and have Kayla, you know, be with the kids there and, um, just having them see what camp is about and being able to stay for a week and, uh, just kind of, you know, do the camp thing and, uh, disappear for a week and, and hang out with a bunch of other teenagers and, and see, you know, what they've been going through and how their lives are going. Um, but then just sharing camp with the kids is, has been pretty amazing. So I think that that's probably the biggest, biggest highlight from summer is, is getting back out there and just doing camp, getting dirty and, mm. and, you know, yelling and screaming and having fun. That's awesome. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it always flies by, right? Like when I think back, I'm like, I, it was so busy. And at the same time, I don't remember any of it. You know, like it was just exactly what did we, how much did we do? I know another part we like a habit we got in this summer was going to the zoo like almost every weekend. Yeah. Uh, and just like walking and enjoying being outside. And that, uh, that was really neat. I think that to me was, uh, just kind of not even developing that habit, but like being able to have that, like, Hey, it's Sunday. We don't really have any plans. Let's just go to the zoo and walk around for a couple hours. Um, and just being able to do that was was really awesome so i think that's up there as well so um yeah yeah another summer coming gone uh and that means coming gone kids go to school school season we made it we made uh, it so now the summers are always going to be short yeah um our kids are school age children now which is very sad it is <laughs> really i uh, it's hard to put the emotions into words. So the biggest thing that we've done so far um, is Ben had his last speech therapy session on Monday uh, because they yeah. only go up until year three and then you transition into the preschool system and all that stuff. Right. So this was his last like early childhood speech therapy uh, session. And uh, there were lots of tears, lots of, of saying goodbye, hard to, to like, we've just gotten to know, everybody in this uh, group for, you know, the last year and a half, essentially. Right. Um, yeah. And it's been really great. And so uh, that was really tough, but it made me think like Ben is going to school, like full on school next week. 
Haiti went to his orientation with him yesterday. Uh, he got to like play at the in the classroom and like meet his teacher and like do that whole thing. Yeah, wild. Why? Katie already is like, oh well, they have a a parade on on March eighteenth that we need to go to. I'm like, that is insane. There's like school events. We're already doing school events. Yeah. Um, so it's uh it's gonna be really really strange. It's uh yeah it's it it is very weird um so ben just turned three mm-hmm. uh cora is gonna be four in two months so uh with ben's preschool how many days is he going how long is he going each day yeah. what's his preschool like is it just kind of playing is there learning what's all that about so ben is going to two day half day preschool so he'll be tuesday okay. thursday eight to noon um and so it's a three-year-old specific classroom, so there'll be nobody older than gotcha. three. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then because they do three-year-olds and then four-year-olds. Um, right. And the four-year-olds go three days a week. The three-year-olds go two days a week. Um, oh, okay. So they uh, yep, it'll be two days a week, half days. Um, he'll be uh, yeah, just in school eight to noon, and then it's right next to Katie's mom's house. The school is so. Then she'll just go pick him up, and he'll spend the rest of the day there. Um, uh, yeah. What was the other questions you asked? I forgot. Oh, uh, I mean, what's the preschool like? Is it kind of like uh, I, I imagine for three-year-olds, it's gonna be more like okay, let's get them used to what school is like. Yeah. Not necessarily. I think it's maybe some learning involved, but more playing so just and sharing habits and is, a, is a big thing, yeah. right? And like just being in a group of other kids. Um, which he was in group speech for a while, so I think he, it'll be an easy transition to go from that. The one thing will be there'll be no parents, right? So like it'll just be a teacher and yeah. a bunch of kids. Um, so that'll be a, a interesting transition. I think him having already gone to the classroom was a really good thing because next week when we go, he won't be like super confused on where we're at. The other yeah. thing is his cousin go to this school. Um, so like his big cousin, Sam will be able to see him every now and again at the start of the day. Right. And so okay. like, that'll also help with the transition of like, Oh, you can see, you can see Sam and you're at Sam's school. Um, so that'll be helpful. So, the school is super nice. Um, we actually are going out of our district for preschool because our district only does full day preschool and it was three days a week, full days. And with him just turning three, we just thought that was like a lot yeah. to like just dump him in three full days a week. Um, so we're doing the half day ones, which would be great. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so two half days and then it, it's really just introduction to going to school, yeah. getting used to it, getting in a rhythm, doing events, being with other kids. I think the biggest thing he's going to learn, um, we're having a hard time sharing right now. I think we've, you and I have talked about this with yeah. two kids. Um, Will is at the age where he wants to play with toys, but doesn't quite know one, how, and two, like, obviously Will's not going to understand Ben's playing with this. You can't take it, right? Right. And so Ben's having a hard time sharing his toys. And then obviously Will's just trying to take them because he's too small. He doesn't quite understand yeah. that. So uh, I think preschool is going to be really good. He's going to learn a lot of those skills. He's going to learn a lot of those, like how to share. Katie said there is a uh, boy in his class that's either going to be his best friend or his worst enemy. And we have no idea which yet. Because <laughs> 
there's like a steering wheel on the playground, which is totally Ben's thing. And yeah. they just went back and forth, like pushing each other out of the way on who's going to use the steering Oof. wheel and all the cars they went back and forth on and things like, so they're either going to learn that their mutual interests make them best friends or they're going to be mortal enemies. And that's just going to be what it'll yeah. be. Yeah. That's uh that's bananas. Um, so he'll have this and then next year, a year of preschool. Yep. Right. And then kindergarten. Yeah. So he'll have two years of preschool, um, which will be really good because with um, his age. So like, it's the same thing for me, right? Cause we have the same birthday um, is he'll be young for his grade and we're going to kick mm. around the idea. So like his other cousin Sawyer is in a pre K program this year. Yeah. Even though he did, uh, mm, I don't remember if he went to his three-year-old preschool because uh, COVID was somewhere in there, but um, they just, he was young. They didn't really want to throw him into full preschool yet. So he's doing a pre K and then he'll go to preschool next year. Um, and his birthday is two days before Ben's. So like, we're going to be in this boat of like, let's make a decision after he does a couple years of preschool to say, is he ready? Is he like learning all that kind of stuff? And then, uh, we'll go from there. So we'll get a full two years of, of preschool before we have to make that decision. Gotcha. Nice. Nice. Um, so what about Cora? Um, What's Cora's school like? Which Man, howdy. Uh, Cora's going to be going four days a week, full days. We'll into uh, it. Yeah, full into it. She's doing a program called GSRP, which is the Great Start Readiness Program. And it's geared towards families that may need um, some more assistance. Sure. And then others, um, you know, whether that be financially, um, coverage, whatever it could be. Um, but what they do is they get their people apply and the district goes through and says, okay, these are the families that absolutely need this. Once they fill those families, then anybody kind of outside of that criteria gets let in. Um, so we applied uh, just because we need the coverage and also, you know, Corton needs to start school. So yeah. we originally just going to do preschool, which was totally fine. Then we got accepted into this program and we were like, okay, that's cool. It's four full days. So uh, it's going to be basically school. And um, the way it's set up is it's kind of like, uh, I mean, it's set up like a preschool, so there's a lot of different stations within her classroom to do different things, mm-hmm. um, but but there'll still be learning. So they're going to – teachers actually came and did a home visit with us yesterday. Oh, nice. Finish some paperwork and to test Cora's academic level. Um, and they told us, like, by the end of the year, like, we're going to know letters. We're going to know how to write our names. We're going to know how to do a couple other things. Um, and then – it sounds like next year they're going to want her to go on to kindergarten. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, so she'll be super young for her age. If that's the case, she'll be, if we decide to hold her back and do another year of GSRP or a pre-K of some sort, it'll be super old for her. Yeah. Class. Yep. Um, like be 18 starting her senior year, like old. I had a buddy, uh, actually my best friend growing up, him and I were on opposite spectrums, right? So, I was still, I went into college being 17. Think about that. My, I turned 18 welcome week of college. He turned 18 in October of our senior year, you know? So like it, it's just, it's wild to, uh, especially at that age where the years are so much like a full year is a huge difference for people. It's, it's, 
it's a weird decision to make with fall babies. I don't recommend it. Everybody have spring babies. Have spring babies. Yeah. Way easier. It's it's tough, but she's so smart and she's like so ready that I think she's gonna be great. They like tested her yesterday and they said that she was um pretty much the top of the class when it came to everybody nice. else that they talked with. Nice. Um and she wrote her name yesterday. They had her write her name, uh, which is the first time she's ever done it. Um, so, yeah, it's very cool. It's going to be a very good program. I'm excited. You know, she hasn't really been with other kids or caregivers the last, like, six to seven weeks because of our daycare situation. I was going to ask, do you feel like daycare has kind of prepared her better for this idea yeah. of going full days somewhere? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, and if we could have continued that up until school, it would have been sure. an easy transition. I think it's gonna be a little different. Um, but on Monday on Labor Day, we get to go in and visit the school again, show Cora her, her locker, and then they'll do some like circle time and kind of do a rundown of what a full school day looks like for her. Um, so we're gonna do that, which will be cool. And when we went and visited, she didn't want to leave. She was really happy and excited to be yeah. there, which was good. And she was super excited to see her teachers yesterday too, and like play nice. and run with them. So that makes me us feel better. Um, so yeah, so that's going on, and we're very excited. Um, we just now have to think about school schedules, right? Like holidays that they yeah. have off next summer, she'll have off, so we need coverage there. So there's like that kind of thing to think about. Um, it's, and then it's funny to hear you talk about it because this has been my life ever since I met Katie. Right. Like right. vacations, uh, you know, breaks, things like that. I'm already in it. I've already been living it for yeah. actually funny enough. Katie and I got engaged seven years ago today. Um, God. Isn't that wild? Uh, so for nine years, I've been living this or eight years or nine years, however long we've been together. I've been living this. Uh, yeah. And so uh, it is It's going to be interesting to to be on this with you. Like. Yeah, Thanksgiving breaks are kids Thanksgiving breaks, not our work ones anymore. They're kids Thanksgiving breaks. Right, it's gonna be weird. So we got to think about that, like you know, snow days. Like, how does that work with work? Yep. You know, things like that. Um, and and watching the kids. So so that that'll be something that we got to figure out. And then Grayson just started a brand new daycare this week. This week has been so long. Um, and that's been hard. Um, because he's always had somebody there at a daycare that yeah. he could be with. Um, and he's in a toddler room that's all kids his age. Nice. And I dropped I dropped him off on Monday, and he was excited. And then I put him in the room, and there's a baby gate, and he just turned around and looked at me. And I was like, okay, bye, and like <laughs> left. And then we got a message that day that was like, he's having a kind of a hard time. Oh, like, I nice. called them, and I said, okay, well, if you need me to come get him early, you know, call me. I have that day off. They didn't. Um, and then on Wednesday, Kayla dropped him off. He's going full days there, too. So he goes from 8.30 to 3.30. Oh, nice. Um, and Kayla dropped him off on Wednesday. He cried and screamed as she left. And today when I dropped him off, he did the same thing. Like, mm. I put his shoes in this cubby. I uh, hung his lunch back up all while holding him. And he did not want to be set down. And I set him down. And as soon as I set him down, he just started yelling. He's like, Daddy, Daddy. Like, oh. No. And I was like, oh. Ugh, sorry, hard. bud. 
but I think as he gets in there, he has fun. Like we get updates constantly from this app that they use where they say like every time he's changed, everything he eats, every time they go outside, nice. every time they do, you know. Yeah. So that's been helpful. Uh so yeah, we've kind of hitting two huge like okay, we're starting two different things at one time. Uh but it's it's good. We're excited for Cora to start school. I'm excited to see everything she's going to learn because she's she's going to take it in. She's a smart absorber. It's going to be wild. It's going this next phase of life. I I'll get a little sentimental as we wrap up this podcast. We yeah. started this 3 years ago like last week. This podcast. Yeah. Uh, three years later, as we sit here, um, I, one, this journey has been absolutely wild and nothing like we could ever have imagined uh, three years ago. Uh, and on top of that, this idea of like, our kids are going to school now. Like, this is big leagues. This is, we've been thinking about this moment since they were born and now they're like, like Cora's, Cora's a little dude. Ben's a little dude. They're just going out to do their thing, and it's it's gonna be wild. And they're it's only preschool. It's not it's not kindergarten. It's not even high school. It's just preschool. And I'm already I'm already feeling it. It's which is crazy. Which makes me think we're never gonna end this podcast. This podcast is gonna go on forever. Forever. It's going to have to. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if there. It's just going to have to go on forever. Our, I don't think I can handle it without. Right. Yeah, they're only going to be more different as each kid gets older. Three years ago. Three years ago. It's wild. We've been doing this for three years, and our kids have just gotten older, and we've gotten older. Some of us have lost hair. I'm losing my hair, too. Don't. It's hiding because I. it's <laughs> long now, but if I, you can see it's, it's getting there. Take it off. I, Shave it off. Don't tempt me. I might. We might be the bald, the bald bros on, on this podcast, all right? That'll be great. Um, all right, well, let's get out of here. Let's go get some lunch. Last question. Who's going to cry yeah. more? I asked you this, like, months ago, but who's going to cry more? You or you uh, Cora? I think, oh, that's tough, because I think Cora's excited. Um, I think I'll get a little teary. I don't think I'm going to full-on cry, but I think I'm going to get emotional. Uh Especially because, like, I'll be the one dropping her off that day for her first day. Yeah, me too. And, like, her and her backpack, like, I think, I think I'm going to get a little emotional. What about you? You or Ben? It's absolutely going to be me. I don't know if I'm even going to cry, but the person that's going to be more emotional is me. I think <laughs> Ben might be a little shy because he's always a little yeah. shy around. Like, he's not the go out and jump into the middle of a group of people kind of person. Um, but he absolutely will just go and have fun. And like, especially if we see his cousin that morning, like he'll just be in it and having a good time. Yeah. Um, so it's absolutely going to be me. Nice. Well, we'll have to do a check-in. Does he start on Tuesday? Starts on Tuesday. Yep. So next week's episode will be after we have our first days of preschool. Oh, gross. Weird. So weird. Um, all right. Well, let's get out of here. Let's do it. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Uh, come along this three year long journey and we're still going. Um, if you haven't already, give us a like, a comment, a subscribe that really helps us out. Leave us a review. 
send us an email at bigdeadenergypod at gmail.com. Uh, that would be awesome. Let us know what you're going through in your life. Um, thank you to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And thanks again to Shop Forefathers for sponsoring this episode. Uh, don't forget to visit them at shopforefathers.com. That's shop, F-O-R-E, fathers.com, and use code BDE25 at checkout. If you haven't yet, go follow us on our social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Facebook and Twitter, and we're at Big Dead Energy Podcast on Instagram. So thank you guys so much for listening every week. Three years is wild. I can't believe that it, it's been three years. Uh, full transparency, I thought we'd quit way before this. I had zero <laughs> faith, and the fact that we made it three years is amazing. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. You're the reason we keep coming back. So uh, thank you, guys. I'm Jerry Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. And remember, pick your junks twice before you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.